0: Hey guys, it's Griffin, the host and GM of the Hideous Laughter podcast. Boy, are we excited for you guys to listen to episode six! We've got all kinds of fun stuff happening in the crypt with our players, and we're just so jazzed that we've gotten such a great response from all the people on social media and all over the internet for the stuff that we've been producing. Now, we'd really like if you guys could reach out to us. Uh, we're on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. On Twitter and Snapchat, we're at Laughter Hideous. And on Insta, Tumblr, and Facebook, we're at Hideous Laughter Podcast. If you like what you're here, we'd really love if you guys could leave us a review, leave us five stars. If you guys can spread the word, it really helps us spread to new listeners. And and we're really excited to kind of keep going. We've been we've been having a blast playing. Actually, really, the best thing you could do is just tell a friend. If you tell one of your buddies, you know, word of mouth is kind of how these things spread. And we're just super thrilled that you're listening. So I'll cut it off short because I really want to get into this episode. Introducing episode six, Tales from the Crypt Fart.
1: like liquor and things that go boo then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast
0: hey everybody and welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast Geez, guys, uh, we got we got something special sitting in front of us right now. Sure, Haley. Is you know, you know, we're not we're not doing the standard format because we're all drinking the same thing. You want to tell the people what we're drinking?
2: Yeah. So, um, a few days ago, we put out some posts uh, asking what kind of drink suggestions do you guys have. We had a lot of suggestions from a few people. We rolled some die, figured out who who's we were gonna drink, and uh, we ended up drinking. The Miami Vice, suggested by the Instagram user at Matt M. Keen. It is a half pina colada, half strawberry daiquiri, basically.
0: Yummy,
3: yum.
2: Very tropical and very, very fruity.
3: Just in time for fall. Yeah, guys. (laughs) Um... You, you're, you're all in for a treat since everyone's starting with the hard liquor today. I want to apologize to my fans first. I want to apologize to my family and friends and um, the fine folks at Hams Brewing. Uh, if all goes according to plan, I'm going to get back into the hams later, but I, I am drinking a Miami Vice right now.
0: Yeah, um, we're all further down than you are, Steve. Okay, apparently, I'm getting ready to get, hit the bourbon again, so... Slurp. Oh, no. Oh, no! Oh, no!
3: Oh, he's trying, folks. He's gonna get a brain freeze. Oh, oh god. There's a lot more solid material in this than a ham's that makes it a little difficult to slurp into the mic.
0: Yeah. Pink and crunchy, just how you like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big, big
4: pink and crunchy. Big
0: pink and crunchy. Yep. So guys, you uh you know, we left you off in kind of a a spooky scenario. You're all in this crypt opening a, opening a stone coffin. And you made perception checks, nothing. Now, I have, uh I actually have a story from real life about uh, being in a crypt. My, um, when I studied abroad in Ireland, everybody Rag. called me <laughs> everybody called me CF, and that's obviously not my initials. The story came from the time when we went to this old church in Dublin. And we went underneath it into the crypts and, and it was actually kind of cool. They had like those bog mummies in the crypt. So like actual dead people in there. The, the tragic part was that while I was down in the crypt, you know, it's kind of like a one way in one way out scenario where like you have to go down a couple steps and then you're in this crypt and you're like around the mummies. And then to get back out, you have to pass everybody else. So I couldn't like sneak off into a corner or anything, and I was getting some bubble gut from all the Guinness I had the night before. yep, thought I might be able to let out a squeaker was way louder than that <laughs> <laughs> oh <my. laughs> so emerged from the crypt and was dubbed the new name crypt fart c f which I was called for the entirety of my stay in Ireland by everyone that studied abroad with me, so you know, hopefully your characters can do something half as epic as that tonight. But before we get into Pathfinder, you know, how's everybody doing? Any new updates? You guys excited for anything in particular about your characters? We're heading into our second combat, and some of you actually get to use your real weapons instead of your fists. So what do you think? Emily, we'll start with you.
5: Oh, I get to start again. Uh, I'm excited to get to try out some of Lyra's abilities, uh, in actual combat, not just uh, trying to chase some people off and do non-lethal damage, I feel like this would could be the instance where a little bit more force is oh, required.
0: Are we gonna are we gonna be blessed with another sea shanty?
5: Uh, only mildly sea themed. Oh, the time. okay, yeah, uh, more so inspirational.
0: Not all the way under the sea, but something
3: close.
5: Yeah, yeah. There's Wait, there's a little tie. Halfway
3: From under the sea, coastal, just like up to the tip. You <laughs> up nope, to the bloody beat? I'm, I'm
6: not even gonna touch. <laughs> Haley,
3: <that. laughs> <laughs> how you doing? What are you? What are you excited for?
2: Um, I have a lot of spells that will make sparks fly because there are a lot of electricity-based spells.
4: Oh, okay, that's so, fun. So, I'm
2: excited.
0: so you're um, you're not gonna use ghost sound like three times?
2: I mean, I didn't say I wouldn't use it.
0: Oh, okay, so it's still it's in the cards. Duh. All right, all right, we'll see what happens. Brooks, what about you? Ooh, well,
6: I am super excited because Ikmer is currently blessed with hide from undead. So yeah, that, for ten minutes, I do believe. Yeah, yeah. And also this week, I figured out that uh, any any food with the right n- minerals and vitamins and other nutrients makes a breakfast of champions.
0: I mean, I I hell? imagine that <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that Miami Vice is what you've been having for breakfast. If you think that?
3: That's pretty much it.
6: Yeah.
0: All right,
3: Steve. And, and you're hiding from undead, and and uh, can you confirm something for me? You you are the the, comp, the the party's tank, right?
0: Yeah, you did you did bless the tankiest character with yeah. hide from a dead, so it's just gonna walk right past him.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> it seemed like Tactical a good error. idea. Tactical
3: error. That's what happens when you've been drinking all session long. All right, so what can we look forward to
0: from Matumbe besides trying to collect all of the Infinity Stones?
3: Well, uh, Matumbe is going to probably hit people with his book. With his book? Yeah. Oh, Uh, He carries around an iron-bound book of Pharasma and he's going to beat the shit out of people with it. Well, don't give people a... Too much of a hint of what your archetype is. Oh, boy, because posting my character sheet online isn't enough of a hint. Oh,
0: yeah, well, that'll get them. So, guys, before we get into combat and roll for initiative, I would be remiss if I didn't introduce what we're going to be using as kind of our hero point system. So, Griffin, what's a hero point? So a hero point is something that your GM awards you as a player, and it generally confers, you know, some sort of benefit. So some people use it to re-roll rolls, some people use it to save them from death, that kind of thing. I'm going to use the hero deck because I bought it and God damn it, we're going to use it more than once. So what I want us to do is basically when you're awarded a hero point, you will draw a hero card from the deck. Now, the hero cards have alignments kind of like your characters. So I went with just the the good, the neutral and the evil spectrum. So if you draw a hero card that is good, it gives you advantage. Now, what advantage is is you can cash in the card to roll one of your rolls twice, take the better result. The neutral hero cards will be a plus five bonus after you have rolled. So say you're sitting on a card, you really need to make that diplomacy check, you rolled, you got a 13, bam, it's an 18 if you cash in that card. Or maybe your will save was a 10, bam, 15. So we're gonna use those that way. Now the evil hero cards are to give me disadvantage. So when you cash in an evil hero card, I will have to roll twice on whatever check that you decide. So, you know, if if one of my monsters needs to make a save or if, you know, I'm attacking at you and you really don't want me to hit, you really don't want me to confirm that critical, you can play that card. And I think, I think it wouldn't be right if I didn't award the first hero card of the game to our own Matumbe for that oh. epic... 10-minute-long speech, he inundated us with some backstory last
3: week, and uh, I think he's deserving of the podcast's first hero card. Ah, oh, thank you, Griffin. I really appreciate it. I'm going to pull from the middle of the deck. Okay. Let's see what I got here. Evil.
2: All right, all right, all right. On. Evil. evil, evil. Um, I don't know what it
0: is. So that is the Crows, an evil hero yes. card. That means, you know, you can hold on to that. Uh, write it down in your journal, because I believe Lyra's character actually needs to use harrow cards, so we might need to put that back in the deck. But oh. but write it down. You got an evil harrow card that you can cash in at
3: whatever time you would like. Awesome. So Apologies to the listening audience for a 10-minute monologue. <laughs> I but think people
4: liked
3: <laughs> it. I think they liked it. So with that, could I get some
0: uh some creepy ambiance, Steve, because I think we're ready. Ambiance or battle music. Well, it might it might turn one way. All you don't right, know what's in right. this crypt. Pretty blind.
3: Let me well, I, I, I think I can hook up a little something for you.
0: Alright, so you guys are in this crypt and where I left you, Ikmer had just slid the lid off of this stone coffin. And Lyra had detected before that that there was magic in the coffin. Several different auras emanating from within. As Ikmer slides the lid of the coffin off, though, you all hear, without having to make a perception check, a bang from your left. And Ikmer an Eclipse, you can see that one of the coffins stored inside the wall has slid out and crashed onto the floor, spilling its skeletal contents on the ground. You look for a second. Two. Nothing. No movement. I need everybody to make me a perception check.
2: Eclipse got 15.
3: Six. 10 total
0: 17 ooh 17 I'm sorry that's just not enough until they get too close to react to you hear skittering and it gets louder as two attacks come out one at Matumbe and one at Lyra As we start the surprise round Of combat Lyra Does a 17 hit you? Yes Matumbe An 11 Hell no Hell no? Alright This is where it gets interesting, Lyra Because you can see That from the darkness And potentially from out where That coffin fell Is a Giant centipede oh. that it come out of the walls, oh, and you could see this vile green bile coming off of its coming off of its claws as it sinks its claws into you for five damage. Oh, and I need boy. you to make, make me fortitude. a fortitude save.
5: I got an eleven.
6: Oh, Lira, you might be all right. Lira, you
0: start to you start to feel clumsy. You try to form words, but your lips don't seem to want to move as as quickly as you're used to.
5: Can I even sing anymore?
0: Yes, you can, but you do take <laughs> you take two points of dexterity damage. And with that, I need everybody to roll initiative as combat has begun.
2: Eclipse
3: got 11. 11 for Eclipse. 18 here. Ooh, 18 for Ikmar coming Ooh, in big. You got me. I got a 17 from Atumbe. Atumbe is 17. Lyra.
5: 7.
0: Ooh, yeah, Lira. that that dexterity, that uh, dexterity damage coursing through your veins. So, if you guys can now place the pawns, to Lyra's right and Matumbe's left, or my right and left you see these centipedes now and they're in in full view of everybody but it's still dark so if they move away from Lyra and Matumbe, you're gonna have to roll concealment to hit them
2: unless you have dark vision, right?
0: if you have dark vision, you're 100% good so at the top of the order
2: Ikmer
6: Alright, seeing as how these centipedes are to the south of Ikmer I guess the farthest away or yeah, about farthest away in the crypt uh, from the tomb he will take a five foot step south and attack the centipede does a 19 hit
0: a 19 does hit roll for
6: damage And nine
0: damage. Nine damage. Nice. You grab your spear, and it hisses at you. (laughs) You stab it right between the mandibles and twist. It drops lifelessly to the ground. Aw, yeah, baby. Make me a perception check. I hate... (laughs) A six. A six. Yeah, in the heat of battle, you... You just can't make anything out you you, you're kind of you have this adrenaline rush from killing the centipede and don't really notice anything around you
3: all right okay matumbe all right so basically matumbe was sandwiched in between a centipede and lira and then uh uh, Igmer hops back and stabs the thing. It drops dead. So Matumbe, the immediate threat right next to him, has been dispatched. He's going to slip in between um, a gap between Lyra and Ichmer, which puts him right next to the centipede that is directly threatening Lyra that just took a big bite out of her. And he's going to... Um, He's, he's got his book in his right hand. It's a big ironbound to- tome, and he just brings it down, and bam! Let's see if he can get a hit on this thing. That's a, let's see here, 17 to hit. Ooh, that hits. All right. So the the book hits. He's going to roll some damage here. It's nine points of damage. That one as well. You just Boom.
0: smack it with this book like an old lady smacking a bug with a newspaper. And it splats You're like like, oh no I have to clean the pages now Ew Make me
3: a perception check Right Oh not much better than uh, Than this guy over here That's an eight total An eight total So you don't notice As from
0: Where the coffin hit the ground A creaking as the skeleton begins to rise, and another, and they shuffle towards the party from the corner of the room, they shuffle 10, 15 feet as one attacks Eclipse, who is next to the coffin. Does a 16 hit. Yeah. A 16 hits. That is six points of damage as he slashes at you with a scimitar. The second cent or the second uh, skeleton, because you've killed the centipede so quickly, takes a step up next to its buddy, and slashes at Matumbe. And misses with a five on the dice. Vile undead creature. Okay. Next in the order is Eclipse.
2: Okay. Um. The skeleton is holding something metal, though, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Scimitar, baby. And he's wearing. Well, make me a perception check. Uh,
2: that is a 19.
0: Yeah, you can tell that uh, the shirt he's wearing kind of underneath his rags is a um, broken chain shirt. So he's kind of got metal on him.
2: So I'm going to cast uh, Shocking Grasp on okay. him. Um, so I'm... This is casting defensively, right?
3: Yeah, you're currently threatened by him. Yeah, you're right. threatened by him. So
0: if you cast defensively... It's a caster level check to use the spell, but it doesn't incur.
2: Okay, and then I also get a plus three because he's wearing metal to my check. So To I'm your
0: cast, uh, defensively. cast defensively. Oh, nice. That's wacky.
2: All right. I succeeded and passed my DC 17. Uh, nice. So I'm now going to do 1d6 points of damage.
0: Well, that's the cast defensively check. Is there no check on shocking grasp? Do I have a reflex save or a. Or do you have an attack roll, like a touch attack?
2: Oh, yeah. No, I have an attack roll. Whoops. (laughs) So excited. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 16 to hit.
0: That'll definitely hit his touch AC.
2: And uh, that is four points of damage.
0: Four points of damage. Mm -hmm. Is it increased by him wearing metal at all? Is that a thing?
2: No, just the ability to hit him. The
0: ability to hit him. I gotcha. So you hear him start to rattle in his chain. And he starts to sizzle. But he remains standing. Lyra, you're up.
5: All right, Lyra is a little shaken uh, after getting hit. So she is going to take a five-foot step away from um, back away from the uh, two skeletons towards the east. And she is going to attempt to sing, although it probably comes out a little bit more like a chant if she's having if trouble. she
0: got mush mouth right now.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it goes a little something like this. You may shoot us with your arrows. You may cut us with your knives. You may kill us with your hatefulness. But still, like the tide, we will rise. And it inspires courage in everyone.
0: Nice. And I that's like her that turn. one. I like that one a lot.
5: And I did not write that.
0: No? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, with Lyra done, it is Ikmer's turn again.
6: All right. Well thankfully Lyra took that five foot step back so Ikmer is going to fill that space
0: and take a five foot step forward
6: towards the skeletons toward the skeletons and he will uh, attempt to attack
0: is he attacking the one directly in front of him or angled
6: Uh, correct the skeleton directly in front of him okay and it is a piercing weapon
0: That does matter.
6: It does. Okay. But uh, anyways, to attack. Does a 16 hit. Exactly. Awesome. Total damage, damage. 10. 10?
0: Even though you can tell it doesn't quite hurt him as much as you expected, somehow you get the angle just right where you get in between his ribs and provide some leverage and crack that skeleton's rib cage in half. And it kind of separates and falls into two piles on the ground. And you kill it.
4: Uh-huh. Now your face looks like mine.
0: Ugh. <laughs>
3: Skinless and white? <laughs>
4: uh, well.
3: Okay. Matunbe's up. Alright, so... It looks like there's one skeleton left on the board. It's the one directly in front of Matumbe. Matumbe is going to do exactly what he did to the centipede and backhand him with the book. Fuck. Uh, that's a nine total to hit. That, that does not does not hit. All right. And there's really nothing else I can do. You're going to stay up in his face?
0: Yeah, I'm going to stay up in his face. Well, he did get damaged by this electricity from this from this wyang next to him. And I think he's going to retaliate. I don't think a 14 hits though.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does? All right. Exactly. It. She's a
0: caster, bro. Damage. Oof. Six more points of damage.
6: Oof, duh. What, what are those hit points looking like? Three. Really? Do you take toughness? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> good. Okay. That's
2: a good thing for yep. me right now. Uh huh. So
0: he's going to attack, and, and I think he's going to stay up in your guys' grill. So that means it's Eclipse's turn now.
2: Uh, I got a question. Uh, how much did those centipedes weigh?
0: How much did they weigh? Yes. Oh, that would be that would be an interesting thing to find out in the monster manual. I'm going to guess. You didn't, pre- you
3: didn't prepare this? Yeah, I'm going to
0: guess they were about. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what are their names? They were about, um, since they're medium creatures, we'll say they're about 80 pounds each.
2: Oh, Jesus. Is there anything else around that looks fairly light?
0: Um, a bone from the, a skeleton. Yeah, the, the other skeleton had some bones. Cool. Uh, he had a scimitar that's probably less her, than 10 pounds.
2: Probably 3 pounds. Less than 5 yeah. pounds. Um, so I'm going to take a 5-foot step back away from the skeleton behind... Um, be- kind of behind uh, Motumbe. And I am going to cast Telekinetic Projectile. And I'm going to pick up uh, the scimitar and have it whirl at this guy. Okay. So I need to make a range attack. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that was not great. I only rolled an 11, uh, so that is 13.
0: 13 does not
2: hit. Okay.
0: It kind of whizzes by him, and his legs are skinnier than normal legs, so it just misses his kneecap.
2: All right. Well, that was my turn, so...
0: Lyra, you're up. Are you continuing your song?
2: Yeah, I'll continue
5: my song, and then I would also like to cast... Pure Light Wounds on Eclipse.
0: Okay. Are you within oh, touching Oh, I need distance?
5: to touch. So I'm going to take a five-foot step uh, north towards Eclipse. And then uh, you got healed eight.
1: Ooh. Oh, Wow.
2: Awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. With that, it's going to be Ikmer's turn again.
6: Alright, so uh, Seeing as how Ikmer does know his way around, around battle pretty good um, And Matumbe is to the east of the skeleton right next to him Ikmer is going to be uh, go to go, or be on the west side of the skeleton uh, giving an Ikmer Matumbe sandwich for flanking bonus
3: Okay So you got to move a couple spaces here I do sp- threat uh, threat
6: I am already in a threatened square
0: Yep, so oh if you want to move to where you're looking to move uh, You're going to incur attack of opportunity
2: Um, are you sure? Yep Yeah, without a doubt Even he, with he Hide can. Undead still on?
0: Oh what, what, what? That is the- still <laughs> well, on So wh- while we're on that topic, can you explain Hide from Undead to the listeners?
2: Yeah, so hide from undead for for myself is a swift action, but normally it's a spell. Um, basically, it affects someone for 10 minutes per level. So right now, that's that's one. Uh, any non-intelligent undead creatures, so skeleton or zombie, they are automatically affected and act as though this creature's not there. Now, if this is intelligent, then they would get a will save, and that's a whole different um, thing. But basically, they can they just can't find him. It's like he's. Uh, Totally invisible to them, almost.
0: Uh, well, I forgot to mention this is Doctor Skellington.
2: Uh-huh, he's he's uh-huh. very intelligent. <laughs> then make the
0: will. <laughs> <save. I'm kidding. laughs> so, uh, so Ickmer, you move there unharmed.
6: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he notices it's quite strange uh, that the he after just killing his skeleton buddy, uh, this skeleton that's still alive didn't uh, didn't notice anything. So he's going to take advantage of that. Sneak right behind him. Man, get that flank bonus. Well. Yeah. Um so total to hit with the flank bonus and uh, inspire courage. Oh uh, yeah. We're going for 27. Holy shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a what the on the hell is that, is that in your crit?
6: No, it's not on the crit range. Oh, I was very excited for a second. Damn, all right. But even though he's, he's still got a, that Pearson weapon, so a uh, total of six damage.
0: One damage, but that's all it needed.
6: Uh, how, yeah. do you, how does Zikmer kill him? Uh, it's going to take him right behind the skull, uh, lift his head right off his spinal column, and then with that the body just completely falls and then he's going to take the spear and flip it around on the other side and uh, crush uh, splatter the skull everywhere
0: Uh, yeah those extra splattery skulls yep did Ickmer play lacrosse in college he just cradles the skull
6: (laughs) 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 just balances it on the top of the spear and uh, and smashes it on the ground
0: okay and with that I think you guys are out of combat. So, Steve, you can you can bring it back to Spoopy.
3: I I was all over Spoopy. Oh, good. I was ready for that. Okay, I'm Come just on. I'm just keeping up.
0: So you guys have killed these skeletons. Uh you've killed these centipedes. Upon further surveillance of the room, and I know Lyra and Matumbe can't really see, because it's dark and for some reason, no one cast light or brought a torch. Um, but Igmer and Eclipse can see that, like, likely the the entrance of the centipedes from behind, from in the earth behind the uh, coffins, led to them getting disturbed, and then the skeletons rising up. So you have a couple things that Igmar saw for a brief second in the coffin are you guys gonna check those out
2: yeah I'm like right by the coffin right now and I will take a peek in
0: okay you take a peek in you see all kinds of stuff you see a crossbow that looks maybe a little valuable if you made up a praise check you see all kinds of bolts crossbow bolts you see... No nuts and bolts? No nuts and bolts. Well, Ikmer standing nearby, so you see some nuts and bolts. <laughs> uh. You see what appear to be a couple of scrolls, a couple of files filled with liquid. And you see a dark wood box with a golden scarab on the clasp.
1: Oh, just like the book.
0: <laughs> what are you guys doing? Lyra, if you were to detect magic again, you would see it on a couple of things in there.
5: Uh, can I pinpoint which objects or just that there's multiple in there? Yeah,
0: so, I mean, if you take your time and detect magic for three rounds, you can tell that um, it looks like the crossbow bolts are magical. Ooh. It looks like the files of liquid are all magical. It looks like the scrolls are magical, obviously. And you can see a couple Rs emanating from the Darkwood box.
2: Can I make some spellcraft and appraise checks?
0: You certainly can. If you guys all wanna like piggyback on one check, I can kind of give you a couple, depending on how high it is.
2: Okay. Just
0: so okay. you're not making one for every.
6: Can I roll any of those untrained? by chance
0: uh i don't think you can for spellcraft um not spellcraft i don't know about appraise
5: can i try to aid the spellcraft whoever
0: you certainly yeah. can Ends
5: up making yeah. that. Okay. i don't
2: know i mean what's your bonus four well oh, i should, be, I should okay. be able to i'll go, try to aid do you a then.
3: praise all right well then we can do appraise together i have a plus three to my appraise i have a so plus seven to appraise
2: to okay. yeah he's oh, gonna okay. be good yeah. for the appraise
3: too
2: so i have an 18 did you Yes, Hi. I have a 20.
0: Okay, a 20. So that's going to give you pretty much everything that's magical outside of what's inside the box, because obviously you haven't opened it and seen what's inside. So you got a couple of cool things. You got... He's going to the notebook. Well, the first thing I'll mention is that we're going to do potions a little bit differently It's kind of like a house rule, a third party rule from our good buddy at Eldritch Dream.
2: Oh boy. Uh, But I
0: think, I think it, I think it really kind of livens up, you know, nobody takes craft potion except for an alchemist. This might be a reason why you might want to. So what you find are two filters of lesser restoration and four filters of cure light wounds. Now the difference between a filter and a regular potion is that it contains two servings of the potion. In essence, a filter of lesser restoration is two castings of lesser restoration. Oh, cool. The, the benefit you get there is, and you can get, you can get them from, you know, one serving up to five and they're really expensive at five. But what it does is it kind of frees up your action economy. So, if you had a potion that had three gulps in it of cure light wounds, you could use a round to drink them.
3: Oh, that's really cool. yeah, yeah. no, so
0: it, it kind that, of it kind that of, that of makes the the you know anyone that has played Pathfinder knows that you buy a wand of cure light wounds as your first item, and every time you're out of combat, you beat the shit out of the fighter with it until he's back to full health. These are kind of cool because as a potion, if you only drink one serving and you want to refill it, it costs less. It costs less than a regular potion. So, interesting stuff there. Um, you actually see... So, the rest of the magic items. You have 10 plus 1 bolts, 5 plus 1 ghost touch bolts... And two plus one undead bane bolts. Oh, baby. You also...
2: Hang on, how many undead ones?
0: Two. Two Mm -hmm. undead bane. Huh. Okay. On top of that,
3: uh, actually, can you roll your appraise check? Absolutely. I ate it. You ate a 13. I ate as well.
2: Alright. We're all crowded
3: over it. Yeah.
2: So I rolled a 15. 15...
3: Uh, that's going to be in the in the
0: mid twenties, especially twenty two
2: plus what four four so twenty six.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you pretty much know what all of this is. Um, you can tell the crossbow is a masterwork like crossbow. You can tell that the there are a couple of bolts that weren't glowing. There's a dozen silver bolts. Um, with your detect magic, you you can tell that there are four sun rods.
6: Oh, we should probably use
4: one of those right now.
0: <laughs> there is a <laughs> scroll of detect undead and two scrolls of hide from undead. Neat. And that's the magic items you found that aren't inside of the dark wood box.
2: Can I open the box? What's yep. in the box? What's in the box? Yeah, bo- what is it? What is uh, yeah,
0: you can definitely open it. You open it and you see, you see a board.
2: Is it a Ouija board?
6: Oh, I bet it's a code. Or a, or it a
0: is, legend. in fact, what is more or less commonly known as a spirit planchette. A board with letters and a yes and no on it. And you detect magic on this. Ooh. Oh, I was way off.
2: Can I spellcraft this and then also Definitely use it? Definitely
0: not them? a Ouija. You card. certainly can.
3: Spellcraft it.
2: Okay. I it's attempt to aid you tip-toeing
3: around that copyright.
5: Ooh. I definitely aid. I got a
2: natural twenty. Oh damn. Aid. <laughs> um that means I have a 28, because I got a 28?
0: Damn, where were these rolls uh, every other episode but this? I don't know. That was doing pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. Um so you know that this is a um brass spirit planchette. It's it can be used to communicate with spirits. And in this game, that means it actually does. So you can use it and and as you get better and better spirit planchettes, they they the spirits have a better chance of giving you valuable information.
5: Can we talk to a specific spirit? Or you can is it try. Okay. So like maybe we could try to talk to Professor Lorimore?
0: You could try. That's exactly, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, Me too. The the other things you find in here are four vials. They don't look like your standard potions. Matumbe, can you make me a knowledge religion? I sure can. (laughs) Oh,
1: it's not good. That's a ten total.
0: A ten total. I am so bad at rolling. Um, with, (laughs) and we'll kind of roll over the spellcraft check on the board. So Eclipse knows that these are, these are magical. They are divine magic. Ooh. Matumbe knows that these are what's called a haunt siphon. But he doesn't know much more. Ooh. I have read about these. He knows that they can be used against haunts, but he doesn't really know what they do.
2: Does he communicate any of this?
3: Likely. Yeah. Right? I don't know, does he? I
2: don't know. I don't know, does he maybe don't tell I me do? You. <laughs> don't I guess I do. What he does. I would I would like to keep those oh, away from me, please. Away Thank from you. you. Yep. Right. Um I will hand them off to someone else and then uh look kind of disgusted, like ugh.
6: Alright. Well, if you hand them to Ikmer, Ikmer would just end up putting them back.
2: And I, 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 would,
3: I would
6: <laughs> yeah, take give them to lira. Well, lira. We'll see. Ikmer, Ikmer
4: is going to say, "Well, this is pretty cool stuff." All right, I'm we'll gonna put it back now. <laughs> I don't need this. Don't know what it does.
6: Well, he's more doing it out of he's in his mind. He's stealing these things. Digma, gotcha. Because yeah. he was the the, the dead he, have no use for for these items anymore.
1: We pay them respect. Obviously, we pray. We inter them in the dirt. But they do not need their worldly possessions.
4: Well, I mean, if they're all the way down here in in this uh, tomb, it kind of seemed like somebody was gonna come find them. So. So you know they're probably still looking for them.
5: Well, they were Professor Lorimores, and he wanted us to have them. Remember, he wrote that in the journal.
4: Oh, that is true. As Clear, long as make it's me a not bluff s- check.
0: Ichmer, sense motive,
6: please. Uh, <laughs> you might be. Uh,
5: I only rolled a two, so it's a seven.
6: Hey, well, twinsies, we're twinning because uh, I didn't put any points into sense motive oh, okay so so I actually seven. convince
5: you while well, slurring my words well, <laughs> I
4: didn't put my I to have that well but, as, I, I guess as long as it's not stealing that, that makes sense but alright
0: okay so you guys, you guys got all these pretty cool items, um, and I'll let you kind of divvy them up off air. But um, I imagine at this point you probably leave the crypt. Uh, this is clearly the, the cache of, of supplies that Laura Moore had mentioned, and it does seem pretty geared towards dealing with the undead. I mean, these, these bolts alone worth a ton of gold and you know that you got silver you got undead bane you got ghost touch you got plus one which you know helps you with incorporeal creatures these are going to be really useful so i think the one thing i would ask you guys divvy up is who's taking that master work like crossbow
3: i gotta know
2: anybody have a higher dex in order to uh, use range
3: my dex is at 14 yeah mine's
6: mine's 14 as well
5: I only have a 12, and right now it's only at a 10 because of the
2: damage. Yeah, I got a 12 too, so...
6: But, I mean,
0: three of the four of you are frontline fighters, so even with a 10, it might be better suited for Lear to have it.
6: I would say either Lear or Eclipse. Uh, That way, Eclipse could uh, whip it out anytime. Like, if she really doesn't want to, uh, or can't, cast anything.
1: I know someone else who'd like to whip it out anytime <laughs> in proximity to Eclipse.
4: I,
6: soft, I, soft, I softballed that one in there for yeah, you. Yeah, I know you did. I, did, I appreciate that. Sometimes, sometimes we need a quick win. Okay, so...
2: before Real quick, to settle this, I think okay. it would be best if uh, Lyra takes it because a lot of my spells are touch attacks anyways. Yeah, sure. Okay,
3: okay. Yeah, sure that works. Yeah, sure. That works. Neat. I'm on board. Okay, so you guys right, exit
2: very agreeable.
0: Exit the crypt, I'm guessing, unless you yeah, want to sure. search around. I
6: don't know. As far as I know, Ikmer didn't take anything. Is that cool with you guys?
3: I don't think Ikmer could use most of the stuff. No, he but probably could There's still some stuff we can divide. Know, he can later. hold yeah. the sunrod. Yeah, let sunrod after it's I mean, activated. you could drink a potion. Yeah, you could drink a potion. So. Yeah, but
6: I don't need to.
0: I mean, you could drink a... Um, one of the lesser restorations to restore your decks, but a night's sleep should move yeah. one point of that damage at least. Well,
5: so. Yeah, I was thinking of waiting. It's also the just middle of the night right
0: now. Well, it's not the middle. You guys headed out to the graveyard like just past dark. Okay, okay. So you're heading back to town. You're heading back through the rest lands. Um, and you notice, you know, after you've come up from this crypt... You know, before, it was pretty much a pitch-black night. Now there's this mist. And this, this fog lays kind of heavy around the tombstones, to the point where you can barely see the tops of them. Ichmer is
1: you are from Ustalav, correct?
4: Uh, yeah. What, what it?
1: Well, the, the mist seems awfully suspicious this time of night. Does does this surprise you, or is this regular for this climate?
4: Um. Uh, yeah. You know. You know. You're right. Uh, I I hadn't even noticed. Uh, that it, it's, it is quite strange.
1: We should
6: be on our guard.
4: That's a good point. So
6: uh, I guess Ikmer would uh, have his shield out and ready then. Okay. Speaks so up, and, and leading and leading the pack.
0: Leading the pack. So you guys head out of the rest lands, kind of shiftily looking side to side, making sure you know, you've just seen your first undead of the campaign, so you're likely, you know, looking for graves that move and spooks in the middle of the night. You make your way out of the out of the rest lands and, and between the rest lands and Laura Moore's Estate, which I assume is where you're heading back to, you have to walk through the town square. And I think this might be kind of a good thing for you guys to do anyway. You can obviously avoid it, but maybe you want to check up on the memorial now that it's night.
5: Before we do that, can I cast Cure Light Wounds on myself?
0: <laughs> you certainly can.
5: All right. another eight points. So I'm back to full health. Okay, we can continue. Okay.
0: So you guys walk are you are you going up to like the the memorial and that kind of thing? you just check on it or are you just gonna?
2: Sure. Let's go check on the statue.
0: Okay. So you see the memorial unguarded, which maybe seems kind of weird to you guys considering what just happened to it. You're looking, and, and nobody's around the memorial, but beyond the memorial, you see kind of this...
2: Hang on, <laughs> hang on. Someone what? singing. What?
3: This is... Uh, try, to, try to get some Memorial city. music brought to you by DJ Strap on. Hey, I'm just trying to get some... Uh, are, are we still recording here? Obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking Christ. Okay, Lyra I just,
5: really liked the song.
3: Thank just, you. Just I, wanted to, I wanted to get some uh, some good like ambiance for being in the center of town. Well, I mean, Scarborough Fair is great ambiance for that. You just throw that on. All right. Well, you know, just put the spooky shit back on.
0: So you guys, thanks, Steve. Perfect. So you guys see beyond the memorial, and maybe you haven't really explored this part of town yet other than kind of looking around the statue itself but there's kind of a a row of hedges beyond the memorial and looks like there's maybe a fountain beyond it and I need you guys to make me a perception check
6: do I have a bonus with dark vision not a bonus or I guess, not a bonus.
0: Yeah, I mean it's town square. It's not.
6: Okay, so it's we'll not call like it dark. dim light. It's not like yeah. dark, dark. What everybody get?
5: Eleven. Ah, uh, sixteen.
0: Ten.
3: Seven. You want to say that a little louder? Seven. Hatsunbe? Seven. Okay. I rolled a fucking garbage perception roll again. Oh, not
0: again. So Eclipse is the only one that sees in the dim light. A pale Silhouette of of What looks like a small child
2: Oh so it looks kind of like me
0: Dressed in all white Not like me Pale skin Black hair Almost appears to be Flowing towards the Fountain beyond
2: probably a ghost, but also you're still describing me. Black hair, pale skin.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're like sickly gray (laughs) or some shit. So what do you do? Totally (laughs) different. What do you do? And and at this point, I'm gonna need to bring out another map. Oh, Uh -oh. man. Mm. Neato. So you guys you guys see this fountain in front of you. And it's kind of lined around it by tall hedges. And there are some pathways up to it and, and what Eclipse has just seen is this ghostly looking child. What do you do?
2: Um Eclipse is gonna, I think, nudge Ick, who also has dark vision. You can all see oh, okay. at so this point like, because lights. it's dim. Okay, I'm gonna nudge Ick though and um, just like kind of point it out, and probably yeah, that's that's probably it right now. Just like I'm, I know I'm worried about it. I don't know what the hell it is, so I would nudge Ick to like make sure someone else sees us.
0: Okay, so Ichmar, you can you can see this little okay. girl, okay, and you probably you know. I assume you, you all let each other know that that it's there and you can see it. Uh, go up to the fountain.
4: What's wrong with her?
0: And it looks like it's placing something in the fountain.
2: So the f- the fountain is the the circle
0: Yes, the, the white the white circle in the middle of kind of the circle like courtyard you see in front of you.
2: Okay.
6: All right. Um,
3: About 25, 30 feet away about.
2: I mean, if no one else is going to move, Eclipse is going to start walking up to it. She's not. She's concerned, but like not actually that afraid of this. So she's going to walk her full speed 20 feet up.
3: Are you stealthing or are you just walking?
2: No, I'm going to walk up.
3: I mean if Eclipse is walking up I feel like the rest of us should be Oh that is a
2: concern You rolled
6: Oh boy
0: The, you know without making a stealth check Yeah The ghostly little girl Snaps her head towards Eclipse
2: Eclipse will wave
0: And screams
2: Don't like that Ah Who, who, Who are you
0: Matumbe, make me a perception check.
3: Hmm. Let me take a closer look. Oh, yeah,
1: that feels good.
3: All right. 23 total. 23.
0: Because you have ranks in knowledge religion, mm-hmm. you can tell that this is a living girl.
1: Little girl, are you okay? You're by yourself. It's getting late.
7: <laughs> what, what, why are you here? Why are you here?
1: We are just passing through back to the Loamore estate.
7: Uh, wait, I know you. I know both of you. You're you're Lyra and E.
0: And you guys recognize <laughs> her as one of the little girls you saw playing jump rope earlier. Ooh.
2: Hi, uh, what are you doing out this late? I...
5: I'm I'm paying respects. Who are you paying respects to?
7: M- my my pet. What was your pet's name? His name was Aronel. What kind of animal was it? He He was a raven. Ooh, I love birds. Tell me more. He Oh, well, my mommy and daddy they say an animal attacked him. I I found his I found his feathers by the fountain. Oh no! I I'm I'm coming here every night. I want to put flowers here. I I know that this is where he went missing. But I don't believe mommy and daddy. I don't think an animal attacked him. What do you think happened? there's this man this man that that always always gave me strange looks whenever I was with Aaron L. he he would stare at me and, and then then shuffle away he, he scared me can, can you tell me what he looked like I I know who he was Ooh. His name's
2: Antrellus. Oh fucking hell. Uh, That's not good. Ah. Uh, eclipse is gonna gonna kind of go even more pale than normal. Okay. And uh, probably stay mostly silent and look at like stare daggers at Lyra like, ah, this is the person who was in my window. <laughs> <laughs>
5: So I, uh Lyra definitely believes uh what Eclipse saw uh now after hearing the confirmation hearing from this. the girl. So yeah, definitely believes Eclipse's story now. Okay. I'm not crazy. Uh and then she'll ask the little girl, "Do you think he did something to your bird?" I, "I think he hated my bird." "Why? Why would he hate your bird if it was nice to you?" I I don't know. I I I don't know, he just...
7: He just wouldn't... wouldn't leave us alone. Could your bird talk? Did you talk with your bird? Sometimes, sometimes he could say a word, maybe two. Like, what kind of things did he say to you? I, I taught him to say hello, and... Oh, that's cute. And... He could he could say goodbye to my friends. That was those were what he usually said. Sounds like a very smart bird. I thought he was too. Where where did you ever see Entrellis? He was sometimes around town. Just walking around. He he would never be in the middle of the street. Around the corners of houses behind
2: branches and bushes. This is like creep factor times ten. Like, what the hell is wrong with him?
6: <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a character.
0: So you know, it's like it's like eleven or midnight at this point. Are you guys, you know, gonna try and get this little girl home? Are you gonna, you know? Yes. <laughs> I mean, she said she said basically she's gonna keep doing this
6: is not thinking about that. He's thinking about, I guess, righting wrongs, uh, going after this Entrellis. Going after Entrellis? Yeah.
2: He will turn to Ichmer and say, Ik, We have to keep this little girl safe, and then we need to go figure out this guy. Gotta protect her. Can you right, protect
4: right. her? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I I I almost forgot what I uh what I do for a living.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, so what are you saying to her?
5: Uh, Lear would turn to the girl and just say, "You know what? We're gonna figure out what happened to your bird, so you don't have to keep coming out here. We'll make sure we get to the bottom of it. Can we walk you home to make sure you get home safe tonight?"
0: Make me a diplomacy check. And Eclipse can aid if she,
2: yeah, Eclipse will aid,
0: or make her on whatever you want to do.
2: Eclipse
5: aids. Okay, so then I got a thirteen with the aid.
0: So great, she says.
7: Oh, okay. I'll I'll let you I'll let you walk me home, but but I'm I'm coming back. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna
5: leave him here. Well, maybe next time, take your mom or dad with you.
0: Leave him here. One more diplomacy check.
1: Little girl, is... Uh... Is, is the bird still here?
7: This is where I found his feathers. This is where I think he... died. His spirit is here,
2: Motumbe. Be respectful.
1: The spirit of a bird is no longer in this mortal
2: Mo- Motumbe, stop.
5: Lear rolled a 23 on her diplomacy
0: so she's convinced that she'll you know talk to her parents about it and she she's also helpful in you know pointing you guys in the right direction to walk her to her house um so as you guys start to kind of make your way o- away from the fountain I need you all to make me a perception check oh
6: my goodness
2: ooh not good for eclipse I got 9 Fourteen.
3: 20 total. 13. Matumbe. As
0: you walk past the fountain, you see, as if out of nowhere, the fountain's bubbling and it starts to whisper. Drowned. And you see as if from nowhere, black feathers fall and float on the water. And as soon as you kind of look away and look back, they're gone. And then you start to hear, and it sounds distant at first, but gets louder. <coughs> cawing from the sky but also from right in front of you oh dear (laughs) and Matumbe is the only one to see this as four huge ravens materialize from the fountain and before we roll for initiative you guys know what I'm gonna say
3: No. Yep. Finish your drinks.
0: Because we'll see you next week.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: Oh
1: boy.
2: But Eclipse isn't crazy. Someone else has seen this.
0: Yeah, for once, Eclipse isn't crazy. That's nice. And I tell nobody.
2: (laughs) God damn it. (laughs)